0: If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com coach. That's insporising.com coach.
1: Never doubt your power. No one is ordinary. Extraordinary is just a small one step of extra something.
0: Welcome to Inspiration Rising. I'm David Trotter, a business growth consultant passionate about helping women and men double your business online, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a serial entrepreneur and former pastor who's passionate about personal growth. Because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me and transformed me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. Question for you. When you hear the term midlife crisis, what comes to mind? All right, what's the mental image, the mental picture that you develop in your mind? Now, for me, it is a silver-haired man standing next to a red sports car, all right? For whatever reason, the 1980s Ferrari from Magnum PI pops in my head. And he's got the top button of his Hawaiian shirt open a little bit, you know, right? Like a gold chain and some silver hair just kind of like sp- spilling out over the front of his shirt? Why is that my image? Why is that what's in my head? That is hilarious. Now, my guess is that that is not the image that you had in your head, all right? It's probably not. You probably had something a little different. Well, today we're talking about midlife challenges that many women face and how to experience midlife magic I love that term, midlife magic, instead of a midlife crisis. Well, today I'm excited to introduce you to Hilary DeCesar, an award winning entrepreneur and the CEO of the Relaunch Company. She helps people as a transitional strategy coach relaunch their lives to new heights, not only in their life, but their career and in their relationships, using her step by step approach called the Relaunch Effect. You actually may have seen her on season three of ABC's The Secret Millionaire. What the heck? Is that pretty cool or what? Now, before we jump into the interview, I want to encourage all the business owners who are listening to check out a new free workshop on my website. If you're struggling to grow your business online right now, in the midst of all that our world is experiencing, no matter how big or small your business is, you may be a network marketer, you may be a solopreneur, uh, maybe you've got a business that's got two or three employees, maybe you've got a brick and mortar store. Well, I am concerned that you might have a blind spot or two that are preventing you from making the impact that you want to make in the world and generating the income that you're working so hard for. And so this workshop is called Five Deadly Mistakes Sucking the Life Out of Your Business. Five Deadly Mistakes Sucking the Life Out of Your Business. Now, you can access it for free at insporising.com workshop. And what I'll do is I'll teach you these five mistakes that I believe are five of the most prominent as I'm coaching many women business owners, these are the five mistakes that I see time and time again when they are trying to grow their business online, and I'll teach you how to overcome them. Check it out at insporising.com slash workshop. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Hilary DeCesar. Hillary, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I do appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. So excited to be here.
0: Yeah. So you are all about relaunching, which I love. I love that term launch. I love the idea of relaunching. And um, I know that you work with a lot of women, as do I. What are some common midlife challenges that women face? Let's start there.
1: Mm, Okay. Well, (laughs) the list can be very long, but I will try to narrow it down as a as a woman in her you know midlife and we really are categorizing women now from anywhere from 35 until 50 as this midlife but really it's a point of time where you think you know what there's a lot going on in my life, but I'm not where I ultimately want to be. There's something missing, and for many of us, it comes with your kids going off to school. You become an empty nester. It might be that you've reached a point with your career, and you're thinking, "Gosh, is this really all there is?" Um, you may be wanting to, you know, move on completely and find a different purpose for yourself, and I swear
0: I thought thought you were going to say, move on and find a different person for yourself.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, hey, hey, David, (laughs) David, guess guess what the last one is? The last one that I was going to talk about is the relationships, right? And I mean, there are people, especially right now that, you know, given everything going on in the world, I'm getting a tremendous amount of women that are either saying, okay, I'm now really truly ready to go out there and find love. They might've been divorced or they're saying, you know what? I've found something really incredible in my husband, in the person that I am living with now, in my, you know, uh, there are women and men who come to relaunch. And so it's really that there's so much pressure And then we're also really in that sandwich generation of you've got your kids, but then you also have your parents. And so there's just so much coming at you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. When we're approaching these challenges, and one that you didn't mention that I find that's quite common, by the way, is health challenges, right? Of health issues that start to arise, autoimmune conditions, right? Diabetes or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, so these are common midlife challenges. How do, how do you find that women are dealing with these challenges that may or may not be helpful, right? We've all have to deal with, cause these things come up and then we go, all right, I, I've got to try to cope with this somehow. Maybe we're not even thinking about it consciously. It's more reactionary. How do women tend to cope in these situations?
1: Well, let me give you um, a little brief story here. Where I've been through divorce, I've had melanoma. I um, really thought that you know I've had companies where I've you know had some that have been great, some that haven't been. And I had really, I really felt like oh, I've I've been through a lot. And then back in summer of 2019, which was just last year. I had pretty much in a seven-month period, I had my mom diagnosed with terminal cancer. I had my daughter, my youngest daughter, go off to college, not just in the U.S., but in Rome, Italy, which I'm going to tell you in a bit, caused another issue with everything going on in Italy. And then I had a little health health scare and then my mom actually passed away. My daughter mm. in Rome ended up in the hospital and I had mm. to fly back over there. And then I decided to sell my house of 25 years. And let's just throw on one other little one. I got COVID-19. So I really was kind of like, you know, you get knocked down, but you get up again. That little song that keeps coming yeah, in my I've mind.
0: I got knocked down five or six times.
1: I got knocked down. And the, the key was that we as women, for so many of us, it's just easier to say wall, wall, put up another wall. Here's another problem. I'm just going to like, I'm I'm unilaterally focused in this one and I'm going to get through it. And what happens is they start to stack. And it's like the domino effect where if one falls, you just feel like, oh my God, I can't hold it together any longer. Mm. And so women It's like, um, you know, we're holding our life together with with bubble gum, with chewing gum, and we're just sticking it, and it's like, oh, God, chew, 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 chew really fast and stick that in there and put that together. And eventually you got to get out, and what happens to bubble gum when it's really hot or you're outside? It kind of melts and gets gooey, and then things start to really get messy. Well, if I didn't have some type of system to fall back on, I literally would have I would have fallen down and I never would have gotten up. Mm. It's that it's that image the metaphor of, you know, when all of a sudden it's quicksand, right? And you're just like, you know, you're barely keeping your head above the sand. Mm. And I just, you know, I was I was reaching and reaching before When I had situations happen, and I know with my clients' journeys, you know, everything gets really blown out, massively distorted. But when you have things start to come up on top of each other, sometimes it's so overwhelming. And so what what I really believe that has happened to me by, you know, (laughs) the grace of God is that I was able to come up with this process of relaunch and it came from work for so many years launching products and it came from this deep desire for love and it's like how do you merge a business concept with the concept of this you know of of love of the ultimate of the opposite of fear and that's that's truly where i think you know we can strive to get to mm. but it's a journey it's a total journey. and once you once you have the the steps, it's so much easier.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the midst of all of those challenging right experiences that we're stacking, because um, people experience those kind of one at a time, or a couple or several at a time what are those things that you found you were kind of turning to, to cope? Did you have mechanisms in place where it's like, Oh no, no, You stayed healthy the whole time, mentally, emotionally, physically, or were you, you know, kind of finding other ways to cope that were just helping you get through?
1: Yeah, no, I was not, uh, (laughs) I wasn't, I wasn't healthy in any way, shape or form in terms of any of the areas. In fact, I was a mess and you know, what happens with, A lot of times when you have something, and a relaunch is not just a negative. Relaunches are mini, you've got mega relaunches, but then you also have positives and negatives, and we have a tendency to really lean into the negative ones because those are just so much easier to just like, oh, we, we go towards the negatives. And what I was able to do is... I have something called the relaunch effect the seven steps of getting there but what relaunch really means to me and it's the basis of the entire company is when you look at the word relaunch and you have the r and the, the e or the you know the relaunch r e h how, how do i spell r e l a u n c h I really go through it in my mind and now I've gotten um, to do it very quickly and I've gotten women to kind of take themselves through this fast and it's breaking the cycle. You just have to Mm -hmm. break the cycle. So the first thing that I do is with the the letter R, Mm -hmm. it's a reset. It's a reset, right? You just have to like understand, oh my goodness, there is something major, minor, whatever it is, mega, mini relaunch that's happening to me. And I can't keep going the way I'm going either. I'm overwhelmed underwhelmed, you know stuck I'm feeling lost. Um, and then you have to just acknowledge it Okay, and so the e stands for the energy you're putting behind it and as as we've discussed before there's Always going to be a silver lining a silver lining that you may not know what's going on right now Mm. but you will and that energy you only have two things in life that you really you know are totally in your control It's your time and your energy mm-hmm. And the time where you spend time on and the energy that you put towards it And so this is when you just have to be aware of like where are you going with this? What are you are you giving this everything? Or are you you know, are you not what's important? What's not important? And then the L Is I love this, you know me time concept, but I really believe it's you know what? it's, 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 it's me love. Give me a little love. Love me up. Like I need sometimes to be able to say, you know what? Here I am. I'm here. I need to acknowledge that I am here and that I do love myself. But David, the problem is in today's society is that we sit there and we hammer everything, you know, oh, you got to love your life, you got to love your relationships. You got to love, love, love. And for some of us, we can't get past just the beginning. So my attitude is like yourself first Mm. so that you can love your life. And then the A is acknowledge. Acknowledge where you are and where you want to go. And this is all about what I love about what you work on is the identity. This is it. This is saying, hey, I want a great relationship with an amazing man. And then I'd say, all right, so what does your identity look like in that person that's going to have that great, awesome relationship? Mm -hmm. And that's acknowledging where you are, point A to point B. And then the you is understand that you are all of your past combined. And I love this, this visual, if you just, you know, whether you can, Close your eyes for a second, whether you're out on a run or walking or whatever you're doing, but just imagine this. You have a small person in your body, a teenager in your body, a 20-something in your body, a 30-something, 40, 50, 60, 70, whatever. You have all these individuals that have made you who you are and where you are right now in your life, and they've done a really good job of getting you where you are right now mm-hmm. and what we forget is that we forget those stepping stones those those small quests where they actually were able to say i mean that that small little girl That was strong and did something and you were like, oh my god, thank you for getting me through that situation That teenage girl that ended up, you know Having her heart broken and the tears that she cried so that you could be stronger the next go around or when you lost that job in your You know 20s and you were devastated whatever it is or getting the divorce in your 30s or 40s that Individual that person's in you and I love to think about these these I call them my you know My 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 sister selves and I think of them as all holding hands in this big circle And they're keeping me keeping me so strong. So Mm. I want them. I want everyone to be thinking about, you know This understanding that you really are all of these and then n is for never doubt your power No one is ordinary extraordinary is just a small one step of extra something. Mm -hmm. And what is that extra something? And then the C is create, create the confidence. And how do you get confidence? You start one step at a time. And then the H is happiness right now here in this present moment. One smile, one smile. That's sometimes that's all we can even muster up is if like that little like half smile. Mm-hmm. But you know it's inside of you because you have that sister circle that you know at one point you've had that happiness. So I really lean into that that's kind of my my mission to get other women and men to understand that this it, you know we can truly get through any situation, any situation. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that, um, I know that you talk about is what if we reframed it to not be a midlife crisis, but to be a midlife magic, right? Midlife magic or midlife magical moment. What does that look like? How can, uh, cause I've had my own cry. I I'm a little ahead in life oftentimes. So my crisis was a third life crisis. Um, 30, when I was 35, uh, 12 years ago. So um, you know um, we all hit those moments for whatever reason those those challenges where things just kind of fall apart the uh, I would say that even our expectations of what we thought something were was going to be our expectations of a relationship our expectations of our health of a job finances our kids right we have these expectations of how they're gonna play out and then when those expectations go awry just because life does things happen then we have that crisis moment where there's a fracturing. Um, What is midlife magic? What does that mean? How do I, how do I have that?
1: Well, first off, I want to say that, yes, I too was an early adopter. An early adopter seems to be, you know, where things happen a little bit sooner for, for me, for you than some of the others. And I believe that that's our destiny here. And that's why you and I are you know kindred spirits of trying to make sure that we go out there and help you know inspire these people that yeah you know what you can continue through this journey and it doesn't have to be this rocky rocky road the whole time um so what i really like to do is say you know midlife crisis the word the word crisis is just so like i mean look at us right now we're in a pandemic we're in a crisis it's a it's just it makes it feel like it's so overwhelming whereas again if you can take that one step if you can get yourself to the point to just say i acknowledge that all these things are you know happening in my life but they're happening as circumstances around they're not a a reflection of of what has to be in the future And so what we say is, you know, we talk about, um, I was, I was given this title of the midlife fairy, fairy godmother, the MFG, the original MFG. And I talk about, you know, having a wand and that I can give people the wand, but the magic truly has to come from within. I can give the tools to help you. But again, it's you have it within you. You have it within you. The problem is there wasn't a manual. There isn't this like, you know, blueprint of, hey, when you go through divorce, here are the steps. And, oh, when you are uh, having your kids leave, oh, just follow these. And, you know, when you're feeling like, you know, you can't go on because you have cancer or something, oh, this is what you should be doing. There isn't anything like that, Right. So what we've tried to do is break it down into just simple steps and have the power come with the collective with others along your journey with the fact that you're you're not alone. And the importance is is that midlife magic is a state of mind. It's not an illusion. And that's the biggest thing. If it's not an illusion and it's actually within you all along then it's a matter of accessing it.
0: Hmm. Okay, so midlife magic, I'm hearing you saying, I want to dial this in. You're saying it's a state of mind. Uh, it's within me. Uh, it's something that I can access. What does it look like? What does it feel like? I hear you say that I can't um, change what's happening, but that means that whatever's happening right now is not tied to the future. The future could be different, right? So what what is that magic? Like, what am I seeing? What am I feeling? What am I doing there?
1: So let me give you an example of a client who came to work with us. And she came in and she was recently divorced, really wanted to move into like, okay, I want to find a man. And she was all about the end result of finding the man. But yet her mindset was right now, In a very rush state like I need it to happen now I'm getting older every single day Mm -hmm. I want to be able to travel now I want to be able to do all these things and the problem was is that she was going about it from a scarcity like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's not gonna happen if it doesn't happen right now Mm -hmm. and what we did in walking her through the fact that, you know, where do you ultimately want to be? Who do you want to be? What would that person's behavior, feelings, how would you be in the situation with that incredible man? Mm-hmm. And once we kind of like, instead of working from where she was, we work from where she wants to be. Mm-hmm. And that's Perfect. really, that's that's the ticket. That's like that golden ticket that, you know, you get it, Willy Wonka's. It's that, yeah, Okay. But it takes, it takes you understanding that you have to be really clear on what you're, all, what you're really going for. Mm-hmm. And so midlife magic may be very different for you than it is for me, than it mm-hmm. is for somebody else. But once she realized that, she, I remember this vividly, she said, oh my gosh, Hillary, I was all about, I want to find love out mm-hmm. there. And she said, once I realized that, oh my gosh, I've got it. I'm like, I'm in love. I'm in love with me now. And she came in very much like, you know, upset with the whole situation of the past and things she had been, really been knocked down with the divorce. And we built her up. Then all of a sudden, that ability to like yourself so that you can love your life. Mm. It, it went from a transition to a transformation.
0: Mm-hmm. How do I like myself? How, how, help me do that.
1: Okay. So how you start with liking yourself goes back to the steps in the actual, it's called the relaunch effect. And there's seven steps. And the first one that we really, I'm not going to go through every single one of them, but what you do is in order to start to like yourself, you have to go back to the times where you felt like you actually had nice, great things happening to you. And once you can capture a memory and we try to ask you to think of three different memories three different times in your life where you were like yeah i'm i'm happy i like who i am i like what i did i like how i stepped up in this situation then what we do is we amplify those we think about them and we allow them to continue to grow in the space within us. So you're thinking about them, you're thinking about them. And just as you think about something negative and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, it's like a snowball. You do the same thing with something good. And once you start to do that, once you're like, oh my gosh, I had such a great memory. And you start to think about it and you can remember yourself there and you can, you know, you can even see what you're wearing and you can smell it. And all of a sudden you, you literally lean into those moments. Then you take another one and -hmm. you take three of these Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you go from All right. I now have which before we started this exercise. I've lost That sense of liking myself. I really don't and now you have a glimmer and once you have Just an initial glimmer of something a spark Then what happens when you initially start a fire, right? You have that spark and then it gets bigger And then it starts to just, you know, it just keeps going. And that's what happens within you. So that's Mm -hmm. really the first step. And we kind of take you through that journey.
0: Mm -hmm. Would you mind sharing with us, like, give me an example from your own life, a memory where you felt like, wow, I was really in a place where I was loving myself, liking myself. Like what comes to your mind as you've gone through this process?
1: So I would say, and it's funny because a lot of people will say, oh, it's the day my kids were born. Well, I had (laughs) C sections. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't like that. You know. Woo! The angels came out. It was much more of a like. Yikes! This is really you know <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but mine really came. One of the ones that just came to my mind is a work experience. And I remember um, I had. I got into a job, a corporate job, where I knew nothing about what I was selling, nothing about um, a very intense. Technology sale. I had to do so much studying so much of just, you know I was in a man's world. There were very few women So I had to, you know, figure out how to even work around all of that And I ended up getting um, awarded a uh, top honor at the company And I remember walking up to the stage and this this man that I had always admired so much, looked at me, and he said, you must be very proud of yourself. And I've always remembered that because he didn't say, hey, I'm so proud of you. You must be very proud of yourself. And it's always stuck with me because, yeah, that's it. It's not him telling me he's proud of me. It's me And I just went from that point, I can see myself up there and I blow it out. I blow it out. It gets bigger and bigger. And so you add that to a couple others and it doesn't have to be that you won some big award. It can Mm be, you know, you do something nice for someone and they, you know, recognize that it can be the smallest thing that you can amplify.
0: Mm -hmm. I love even how that statement can be uh, twisted two different ways, right? You must be proud of yourself or. You must be proud of yourself. Like, you know, almost like a commanding statement, you know, like commanding you to be proud of yourself. Like, that's kind of a powerful way, you know? Wow. Okay. So like yourself, you learn to like yourself in order to love your life. Okay. So the more you're saying, the more I like myself, the more I will love my life. That is interesting. People that, am I saying that right?
1: Yeah, no, you are. I think it's a, I, I think it's a real fallacy out in the world that, you know, we're hammered on this, you know, love your life, love your life, love your partner, love your love, 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 love. And it's like, I'm a gigantic fan of love, love being the basis of everything. But what I've seen working with the thousands of people I have is that it's not so easy. It's not just an automatic and you can... You can try to do it, and then you might fall back on your old ways and your old habit. But when Mm -hmm. you build yourself into this like liking machine, right? Just, I like this. I like it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's when the magic happens.
0: Yeah, that's so fascinating. So if I, I'm just processing this, if I like myself, um, people will pick up on that because I'm mean, obviously we're not talking about some egoic, you know, like I'm the best kind of person that, not that sense, but of, um, man, I just, I admire myself. I appreciate myself. I like myself. If I like myself, I'm probably going to take better care of myself because I appreciate my physical being, my mind, my soul, right? My spirit. Um, if I like myself, then I, I'm not going to feel the need to put you down in order to make myself feel better. Right. I'll have the ability for you to have you have your own opinions, thoughts and experiences because I like myself. I'm not trying to feel like I need to prove something to you.
1: Mm. Yeah. You know, you said, you said something so interesting, um, ego. And is this being, you know, conceited? And is this being based around, you know, ego instead of what, It really is, which is, you know, you've got your ego and then you've got your source, which is that other side, which is the genuine. It's that, you know, ego is all based around fear. Source and what it really is inside of you is based around love. So when you start to really focus on the liking stage, what you're doing is you're creating the beginning of that spark in the energy. And what happens when you walk into a room and the energy is, is bad. It's Mm -hmm. like walking in and just, it gets sucked out, right? You're like, Mm -hmm. you just want to turn around and walk out that door. Mm -hmm. But when you're with somebody that is just, you know, they're at that level of like, yeah, okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm in a good place. Mm -hmm. It's a different vibe. And that's when you, as a person, when you can honestly say that, you know what? I like, I like who I've become. And when you talked, you, you opened up with asking me about you know, midlife crisis. And I've had clients come and work with me and they say, you know, I, I have these, you know my, my midlife crisis is just, you know, it's just, I, I've got my life and it's in such a mess. And after talking through it, we we start laughing about hey it is a mess but it's my mess and there's a lot of good in that mess too it's perception perceptions reality mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's like you know what I like I like that I like that you know we are doing it this way and then we're not going towards the the norm of what society is saying and I like the fact that yeah I'm gonna step on a midlife minefield and you know things might get Blown up, but you know what? Again, it's my journey, Mm -hmm. it's my individual journey. And the thing that is missing is that we're so caught up on the outcome of what we think we want that we forget that something as simple as turning it inward can be so impactful. And once Mm -hmm. it starts, it's that spark. It's that you know, setting that spark that just will go, shoo, you know, ignite.
0: How much of liking myself is liking myself in my current condition versus um, asking who is that person that I would you know like, and then you know, because there are some things that I go, eh, I don't really like that about myself. Like I'm okay, I'm a little too direct, I'm too intense, I'm too critical, right? Do I like myself? Do I like that about myself or do I go? who do I want to become in order to like myself? right mm. but like help me help me process that
1: that's it's such an awesome and I, it is perfect because uh, at the end, I'm going to uh, let you know where you can actually pick this up. It's an exercise that I developed around you dating you. And I don't want you to think about it as actually like, you know, it's a dating situation. It's more about understanding, would you date yourself? Would you hire yourself? So think about it that way. And when you said, is it a state of like where I am right now? And there's some things that I really don't like. What I want you to be able to do is in this, you know, this idea around you dating you, first off, would you want, you know how there's, um, there's opportunities to go out and have a cup of coffee or have a glass of wine or have dinner or make it into an even longer night, you know, by by having, you know, an after dinner drink or a walk or something. And where are you in that spectrum? Would you only want to have coffee with you? Would you only want to have, you know, a quick drink or would you want to have dinner And go take a walk after. And so when you start to think about this and you put the positive things that you really like about yourself and you put the things that you really don't, it's awareness. It's that ability to, again, acknowledge where you are at this point, acknowledge the identity, which is so brilliantly, you know, what you said in your book, um, your Empowered to Rise book, you talk about this idea of, you know, the identity. And the one thing that I think is so important there is that once you realize, like, these are the things that I really don't like about myself, well, would that person that has the job you want, the, the, the relationship you want, the life you want, Would they be doing that type of behavior? Mm -hmm. Would they have that characteristic? And that's when you can start to be aware of it so that you can actually change it.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Feels like there's a combination there. You know, it's like liking myself as I am and appreciating and embracing that I'm in process, that I'm learning and I'm growing, but at the same time, going, are there places that I don't like? How can I move forward in those areas? Hmm. That's a, that's a little tricky, you know, cause I think even the places where I see that I'm short sighted or, uh, where I'm, I'm coming up short, I should say, in the areas where I don't like myself. If I never change that about myself, then will I never like myself? You know, um,
1: Okay, so let me, let me say one other quick thing that might really help seed this idea. We know that 95% of what we do is done in our subconscious brain. Mm-hmm. And that includes habits. And when you don't like something about yourself, perhaps uh, your uh, you know, lack of integrity, you don't keep your word, you say you're mm-hmm. going to do something, you don't do it. Okay? That's a bad habit. hmm and it's very easy, and our subconscious brain wants to keep us. And I'm—I've oh, been fascinated since I—I uh, I got a psychology degree, so i I'm, i love—I love going into this. But I just want to just barely like get you so you understand what I'm really going for here. So when you have this, what what you're saying that you really don't like about yourself, it's a habit. It's a bad habit. Mm-hmm. And where we go wrong is saying, I got a bad habit. Let me just cover it and let me, you know, move and do something different. And my bad habit will go away because I'm going to make it. I'm going to have it. And that's willpower. And willpower is, you know, will be depleting super fast. And then your bad habit comes back. Mm -hmm. But what we heavily encourage to get on this path is to create a better habit. So if you have that bad habit of saying yes to everyone and then you never follow through, create a habit where when you're given an opportunity to do something, you're going to pause and say, do I really want to do this? Is this exciting to me? Or is this like, you know, not? And you kind of do that quick, you know, yes, no. And if it's not a yes that you know you're going to be able to follow through, you say, I'm so sorry, I can't commit to that right now. hmm you know what, I've got something else I'm working on right now. Maybe I can do that in a few weeks, mm-hmm. but it's creating new, better habits to help you along your way so that you don't feel like you're a failure because you keep bouncing back to mm-hmm. your bad habit. Because For that's sure. the way our brain, our brain's is programmed that way. It's always going to go back to those bad habits that we have. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Hillary, what does do that you... help? Does that yeah. help a oh, little? That's good. That's good. Okay. That's good what do you like about yourself?
1: I think that I am a very kind person and I'm i am I'm curious beyond curious. And I love to learn new things. And as soon as I learn them, I immediately think, who can I share this with? And it can be as simple as, A beauty product it could be you know a new a new way of that I am learning to do something it can be you know the benefits of water and I didn't know something I'm like oh I gotta share and so um I'd say you know kind and kind and curious
0: very cool good good all right so you just uh launched a new podcast silver lined relaunch podcast what um what's it about and who should listen
1: Okay, well, this was um, an interesting story just leading up to it is that I've always wanted to do a podcast and I've wanted to do one for the last couple of years. And it just never happened and there was always something else that came up and you know the story You know the drill where you're always like, ah, i'll get to it I'll get to it and then another year passes and it doesn't ever happen Well, um when I ended up getting COVID 19, I lost my voice And I was one of the first ones in san francisco to get it. I think I was number 40. I Losing the voice was not one of the normal things that was on the checklist and i sat in my in my bed for days and this laryngitis was like i think i had it for 4 days 4 days of me not talking is is crazy and as i sat there i thought you know what this is god's message to me that i need to create this this podcast because when i get my voice back I want to be able to share. I want to be able to help people through the good, the bad, the transitions, the setbacks, the, you know, all the great things, transitions to transformations. And so I decided that I was going to create a pop-up Facebook group called The Making of a Podcast. And I was going to step-by-step... Show people because I told you I'm curious and as soon as I learn something I want others to to benefit And so I put this in and I told everyone I was gonna launch a podcast in 30 days. Well 23 24 days later, we launched it and they also said that most people have pod fade About episode eight and I just hit episode eight. So super excited about that one
0: That's great. You're going to push through. You're going to make it to 100. Yeah, I'm going to
1: do whatever it takes. But yeah, so it's it's super fun. I'm loving it. And so what's
0: it all about and who should listen?
1: So it's really for, um, it's the idea around midlife. It's around, you know, predominantly women. I think it's now 75% women, 25% men are listening to it. And it's really talking about Every single thing that we go through, there's a silver lining. And my mom, unfortunately, I told you she had terminal cancer. She did pass away as Mm -hmm. well, um, end of October. And even with her passing, and she was my absolute best friend in life, there's been silver linings and I have people come on and share their silver lining stories. I talk about a whole bunch of different silver linings. I talk about client experiences. And so it really, um, it's just, it's, it's truly a a dream. It's a dream come true when I get to hear all these inspiring and and it's the ordinary that become extraordinary during Mm. this process.
0: Beautiful. So people can find the Silver Lined Relaunch podcast on all the podcast apps or on your website, which is the relaunchco.com slash podcast. And uh, is, there, is there a resource that you wanted to share with people as well?
1: Well, a couple of things. When you're listening to the uh, Silver Lined Relaunch, there's something that we call the treasure chest, which you would hear about in it. And we have a lot of great just content in there, but as well, I mentioned You Dating You, that exercise. And you can find it by going to the relaunchco.com. And it's right there. It's free. You just click into it. You'll get it. There's a, a exercise as well as a video, little teeny mini, mini little training that you can go through. And it's, um, it's funny because there's some people who are like, I wouldn't have a cup of coffee with me. And I wouldn't, you know, I'm not sure I could, you know, make it past five minutes. And then there's others that are like, yeah. And you know what kind of date I'd take myself on? I would. I mean, it's just so fun. It's so fun to hear everyone's journeys and everyone's experiences.
0: That's great. Hillary. thanks so much for being with us today, sharing your wisdom and your experience in your life. Just appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: David, you're terrific. And I, again, highly encourage everyone to go out and read your book and I will continue to follow you and your podcast.
0: Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're gonna grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app, and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949-401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today, that you're inspired, empowered, and loved, not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.